Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of our Rebels Rewatch. Welcome to Rebels. Welcome to Rebels. Welcome Rebel to our, in the Rebels. Welcome to our re- rebellious period. <laughs> it took me a second to say it, but I got there. There you go. Um, yeah, so we are uh, back with another episode of Rebels to talk about. Um, this is much like our Clone Wars, where we kind of just journey through it. Obviously, this being your first time, mm-hmm. um, this is third time i think i'm going through yeah um so it's just kind of going back and and walking through those episodes it's crazy to think that it's i mean it's done now as a series but yeah you know um it it's got a lot to it and i think every episode we're like it's it's not going to be much to talk about and then we talk for like 45 minutes or an hour and such so yeah um there there's every every episode is packed with something um that starts a good conversation which is kind of the point of these episodes it, it, it not just hey here's what happened in the episode but also just talking um i really liked last week where uh we talked or our, our last episode where we talked about you know mentorship and all that other stuff mm-hmm. and all of that came because of a episode of a children's show about space wizards <laughs> so you know it's you know don't don't i mean it is for kids but don't let ever, anybody ever convince you that you know it's only ever just for kids. I mean, there's so much there for anybody. Yeah. And excuse the meowing. We have a very clingy old cat. Yeah. I um, mean, if you heard, our, if you've uh, listened to our main shows of the week, then yeah, she's very present there. Like she, very. She's just really, uh, season four is when she decided she's going to make her debut. She's she ready to. She wants to be on the podcast. Right. <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah. We, we can't do much with that, but yeah. she, she has opinions too. Yeah, and before we get into the episode, I want to mention yet again, Twitter, gosh dang it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's not a bad thing. Everybody was celebrating Rebels Day, uh, I think sometime last week, a couple days ago. There was ago. something with Rebels. There was something, something with Rebels. I stayed off Twitter for the entire day. Yeah, you gotta. Like, I, because it was a minefield. I looked at one post and I was like, nope. Yeah, you, you gotta gotta be careful. Yeah, um, it's very hard to stay unspoiled. But mm-hmm. I mean, we talked also about how I mean, yeah, n- knowledge isn't the only way to get spoiled. So I mean, you know, there's emotional things that you only experience when you actually do experience it for yourself. Yeah, and so no, it's not always the end all be all. But at the same time, you know, it is kind of tough when you go in like, is this when it happens? Is this when it happens? You know, you yeah. know, like you you know something's coming, you just don't know when and, and like whatnot. knowing when a certain character's gonna show up. Right. And that happened today where we were watching the episode and I was like, Oh, is this where it happens? Yeah. Like, well, the next episode that we're gonna talk about. But yeah, but no, yeah. not No, yeah. It doesn't okay. happen. I was about to say, I'm so excited. <laughs> it doesn't happen in the next episode. Because I miss her. The next episode we talk about uh, Come here, little girl. it you're you're kind of prepared for it to happen yeah um and so it's different going from your point of you're constantly looking for it versus yeah when it just happened out of the blue for some character or some people um and whatnot so i mean it's it's definitely interesting watching a show that's already ended already well known about and everything like that so yeah definitely you always run the risk of it um but today we're talking about the episode Breaking Ranks. Yes. Um, so this was a pretty fun one. Uh, the, we're kind of in a period with uh, some of these, like, um, pretty much the halfway point of the season is when we get into more uh, meaty episodes, I think. Um, but we're kind of in a period where we're doing, we're kind of having character growth episodes and yeah. kind of like 
just trying to add context to the world episodes. And, and this is one of those where, mm-hmm. sure, they have a mission, but for the most part, uh, <laughs> what it's about... She really wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. What, it, what it's mostly about is um, character growth for Ezra, introducing a new character, and mm-hmm. kind of just kind of world building the Empire a little bit. Yeah, like, I was struck by a piece of um, dialogue in the first few minutes of this episode where I cannot remember their names for the life of me, the two Imperial guys. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they have memorable faces, but their names are just so, like, Empire Magoo. Right, like, yeah. I can't remember. Um, but the piece of dialogue about, like, in a few short weeks, you'll be stormtroopers, basically. Yeah. Like, and I was struck by, these kids are, like, 14. Well, to be fair, there's different... So, like, they would be on different duties as stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. So, like, they could um, pilot a walker or drive yeah. a drive a uh, shuttle or, like... But even still, those are, like, the first things to be shot down. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's dangerous any way you go. Yeah. But, yeah, like, they, would, they wouldn't necessarily be front lines, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, It's the, like the, the drummer boys that they used to send in front of the... Oh, groups. yeah. Yeah, they were the first to die. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I feel like because of their age, they would give them sort of an in-between role until they yeah. could get active duty or something. But yeah. But I, yeah. And I was going to say, like, how dare they send children and stuff like that? But then I realized Padawans mm-hmm. and, you know, they... The Jedi did the same thing. Oh, yeah. But they had wizard powers, so they're yeah. different. They're different. Children are children. But no, yeah. Exactly. like So um, Ezra is snuck into an Imperial Academy on Lothal. And yeah. they're after... The whole thing is they're after a decoder, I guess, so that they can... Underst- decode? Yeah. yeah they're like, looking un- for the decoder ring from uh, No, Christmas not Story. quite. Drink um, your Ovaltine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they're, they're trying to understand Imperial navigation stuff, um, mm-hmm. because they're looking for a particular ship that they want to shoot down, basically. Yes, that has big green ooze energy. Uh, kyber crystals? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, they, they're transporting kyber crystals, and that yeah. personally offends Kanan. And so, um, that's their whole thing, is to take out that yeah. ship. Which we know where the kyber crystals are going. Yeah, we know. So, yeah. but like they they never really get into that. They just know that there's Kyber and he doesn't want it getting out there because yeah. it's dangerous. And so, yeah, they don't they don't know that. Yep. Um and so, but so I guess for some reason, it's an Imperial Academy, but Callus's office is there. Yeah. And so, you know, I would think he would be at a base, not an academy, but or I guess the academy's in the base, mm-hmm. but I also feel like that's kind of dangerous for children too, but yeah. yeah, questionable choices all around. So many questionable choices. Um, but what I like about this is uh, we come in, Ezra's been in this role for a little while. Like, Yeah, I you think get, he says like three weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. So it's re- I, I like the idea of not having to see the setup. They don't really, uh, they don't really just outright explain everything. We, we pick it up as yeah. the story goes along. They don't just outright say, oh, remember, Ezra, you're doing this, and this is what we need. Like, you know, it, it comes naturally. Yeah. Um, like, we find out the mission through arguments between Kanan and Hera. Yeah, it, it's so it's a good way to explain past events that kind of would have been unnecessary to see. This is obviously the part that matters. Yeah, because so. I think it would have been like a two or three episode arc. 
showing like what yeah. Ezra went. So through. I mean, you just save time by just going ahead and jumping in. Of yeah. no, he's already there. He's it's fine, and I, I like that. Yeah. I like just coming into the middle of things. Um, don't need to see all the details. Exactly, and it you can really glean a lot from just that kind of storytelling. Right. You know, just believe in the intelligence of your audience, and they'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, um, and so they're um, we we the cadets, the group that Ezra's a part of, it, are in the middle of testing, mm-hmm. um, and um, not like oh, just shoot this thing or, you know, pass this written exam. But, um, yeah, survive the box, basically. The coob. Yeah, so if you ever, if you watch the Clone Wars, there's an arc dealing with bounty hunters where in order to see if they've got the stuff, they're put in a box with a lot of traps and all this other stuff. Yeah. uh, You know, that tests them. Like the movie Cube. Eh, a little different, but <laughs> yeah, um, nobody's getting cut by lasers. Yeah, and so, but so this it, it's oddly similar, um, but it also gives vibes of like clone cadets, you know, yeah. when they were training and and whatnot. But um, yeah, so they just run through that, and I mean, it, this is kind of just this creates a little bit of tension later because apparently only three can win. Yeah. Or, I guess, pass? Like, every time it emphasizes the top three, um, because the point is, at the end, the top three get to pilot a walker, and that's significant to the plan later. Yes. So, but other than that, I'm not sure what that has to... Like, I get valedictorians, but, like, I don't get the whole top three. What happens to the rest of them? (laughs) Uh, They get sent back to training. Right. Like, they just stay there forever. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know. I guess it's something like... Uh, like the rookies episodes where you have to pass training or else you're going to be put on clean janitorial duty. staff yeah. yeah something like that um and so uh, but so where we figure out more of the plan is when Ezra tries to sneak into Callus's office mm-hmm. to get the decoder um and another cadet catches him but doesn't like sound any alarms they're just like uh your plan kind of sucks yeah uh like this ain't gonna work fam because Callus actually has a pretty clever anti-theft thing. Like, yeah. a, he's got a device by the door that if any pertinent information, I guess. I can't believe it's just the decoder, but I feel like any pertinent information, yeah. if it leaves his office, I guess, without him, mm-hmm. um, then it sets off an alarm. Or that's what they suppose, at least. Yeah. But that's pretty clever. You know, I'm really thankful in this episode that Callus didn't wear his dumb helmet. Mm. Like, I hate that helmet. That's the spiky one. But yeah, it is. It, it's a really clever anti-theft device. Like, and I think we're not too far off from something like that in real life. Oh yeah, I like. I mean, it. It that's a good way to protect your stoof. Your uh, stoof. Um, yeah, like you don't get full callus when he wears his helmet, though. No, you don't. You don't get to see the mag. Yeah, you don't appreciate of the sideburns. So, um, but it's after that that. W- in the episode, we learn about the Kyber stuff and whatnot. Yeah. And again, I just love that they're just moving along. They're just like, oh, yeah. it's a shipment of Kyber, and you know how dangerous that can be. Like, they don't, you know, we can't let them build the Death Star. We can't, like, you know, they're not getting into big bits. They're just like... Because they don't know yet. Yeah, like, Kyber bad. Yeah, we got to do something about that. That was a yawn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry I'm boring you. It's so weird to think, like, Jyn is out there somewhere in this moment. 
not quite where like Rogue One. Yeah, Jin, yeah, but, yeah, but she's yeah. out there, probably with Saw. I mean, Galen might even still be working on stuff by now. Yeah, like I, you know, I don't, I don't off the top of my head know the timeline of when he left the Empire versus mm-hmm. all that other stuff. But Jim, yeah, <laughs> but they they definitely had been working on it bis- since the end of episode three that yeah. that's when basically the first brick was laid for the death star so i mean we see that it's got a it they're pretty far into the construction well i i believe that to be like that's kind of a toss-up because like my thing is like yeah we're led to believe that that was already being worked mm-hmm. on or at least the but, first prototype well there were i don't know that there was any prototypes it i mean like, which explains were, why it was so easily destroyed. i don't think we're meant to believe like they went from the hospital with darth vader to that like i yeah. feel like that's later yeah. in my opinion i get you because yeah. at the same time did did they well vader was in the hospital did they repaint the vinegar you know like oh i'm in charge now it's the empire so uh paint it all gray yeah like no <laughs> I, I think this is a little ways down the road you gotta go through a few different naming conventions before you get to vader's ship which name completely eludes me right now executor the executor well and it from- wasn't his first though true um so but yeah uh and so as the story progresses basically we learn who the other cadet was his name is zare and he's there because he his sister was in the academy and disappeared yeah i think the wording that he used was very interesting that she was too good or something well no she he only talked about um the fact of like they said she went she oh well he talked about yeah. how she was the top cadet but yeah like he said that they were his family was told she split she ran away yeah um but earlier um there's a line of they think that ezra uh is too good mm-hmm. and then later we learned that if they're good like if they're really good they pass them along to the inquisitor so we kind of can put two to two together of so she was better than the rest so they gave her to the inquisitor for some reason maybe um, to test them for force ability or maybe to just see what they can do for vader specifically. yeah i like i mean they could have you know i mean they could have been definitely brought into deeper folds and whatnot um you know like mm-hmm. i don't think like purge trooper because i think we're led to believe those are only clones um <laughs> coming to the folds yeah but I mean, it's a lot to assume that, oh, you can pass Imperial regulations, you must have force powers. Like, no, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and neither characters, I mean, we don't know about his sister, but neither of the characters that they show interest in here, Ezra and Jai, um, neither of them do anything forcey either. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're acrobatic, but like... Yeah, well, um, Ezra gets told by the other kid, which I don't remember his name. I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. Um, Dante Bosco's character. Jai. Jai. Sorry. Uh, he gets told by Jai. Yeah, he's in this episode, by the way. Yeah, Dante Bosco. I realized. Um, you know, you're too good at this, that kind of thing, and he just goes, it's a gift. Oh, yeah. Well, but no, but like, I mean, that's a lot of assumption, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Poe's a freaking excellent pilot, but I don't believe he's forcey. I mean, technically, everyone's connected to the force, but I don't think he's like... I don't think he in- intentionally. I mean, people believe like Han's a good pilot. He must have connection with the Force. No, I, some people are just good. Like we can call, we can say that instincts come from that. But yeah, yeah like I feel like some people are just. It's it's a lot to be like, you know. Now lift a rock. It's like, ah, 
what? Yeah. I, I can't do that. Like, Here's the thing. I don't think Poe Dameron is like the top pilot in the world. I think he's just the most confident pilot in the world. He's, he's a good pilot. He's very good, but I think a lot of that comes from confidence. I do feel like they got to be careful because at some point you do have to kind of, which technically his backstory gives warrant to maybe the force is helping him. <laughs> So we might have to do a character dive on Poe and talk about that. But We're gonna have to do a character dive on Poe and mention like, for if, like 30 minutes how cool Oscar Isaac is. If they ever do come out and say the Force is helping him, they have a fallback plan of how that was laid in the beginning. But they aren't saying that. So my thing is like, okay, he can't get much fancier. Any fancier and he's a Jedi boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. Yeah. And, eh. Yeah. But, um, so... They continue through their training, all while trying to um, get the decoder from Callus's office. Zare ends up helping Ezra get that done, but that's when Ezra learns, like, <clears throat> oh, the Inquisitor, if they're too good, wants them taken into custody. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, okay, now our plan has to kind of change because they want to take me and Jai away because we're too good at being Imperial. Yeah. Which, that's always an interesting plot point when, you know, new things are added in to the imp- to the Imperial thing to do with, like, what are the well, Inquisitors actually doing? Yeah, well, because the they Empire? were always looking for that stuff. Well, yeah. th- that's what they were doing. They were looking for Force sensitivity and they were either um, taking advantage of it or they were destroying it. Yeah, I um, mean... So, that was their whole point. It makes me think, like, would Ezra have become... The 23rd brother or something like that? No. Like, no. Well, because I don't think they had... Like, the thing that the Jedi had that they the Empire didn't and that Sith really didn't, mm-hmm. you had to find them. Like, yeah. they that like something had to happen and you're like, oh, there they are. Yeah. Whereas the Jedi were active. Yeah, they in, had they had people who would yeah, reach were, out with the Force. There, there was particular Jedi for that. So, like, Jedi were able to catch yeah. things young, mm-hmm. like... They didn't even lift a rock yet, and they're like, your son has force powers, and we want to train them, versus the Empire that's like, oh, you can do force stuff? Let me train you or die, <laughs> like, yeah. you know? Um, so I feel like something would have had to happen, and I don't know that he would have... Dis- I don't know that Ezra would have discovered it without yeah. Kanan, honestly. You know, you know what I want? What do you want? If we ever get another story within the era of before the Clone War, but mm-hmm. during the prequel era... I want a story of a mother running away with their child mm. away from the Jedi. I think you mentioned that before. That would like that. That'd be cool. When we, I think when we talked about forced children mm-hmm. in one of the Clone Wars episodes, you'd mentioned that. I think yeah. that would be an interesting storyline. Very interesting. Like, how would they hide? Where would they go? How could they hide from? Well, the and I think that's even a really great backstory for a fallen Jedi character in terms of maybe that's the whole story isn't about mom running away with the kid but that's the first part of the story but then the jedi catch up and yeah at what point do they stop chasing after right the child? and so uh you know i mean it leaves some emotional scars of like i was taken away from my family i wasn't mm-hmm. given to the jedi order kind of thing like you know mm-hmm. um michael Maurice, write this down <laughs> right he can do it well so then we kind of get into Cabot's the gone. climax of things where um kanan and hera are taking care of the kyber crystal which we find out what happens when you blow up a kyber crystal. Right. So what's interesting about that is there were several hundred in the Death Star. So mm-hmm. the re- it, it's 
there's reason to believe that the why the Death Star blew up the way it did. Yeah, is because, because there were so kyber. many kyber crystals. Yeah, because like this, this is one crystal, and yeah, it's big, but like. I mean, it causes a lot of strife, and so yeah. multiply that by Death Star levels. Maybe that's the reason where, like, the the trap that Galen had laid was the there just needed to be a way for a shot to hit one Kyber crystal and then create this chain reaction. Yeah. So it's really interesting to have a little bit more, and not even intentional, maybe like backstory of this is why the Death Star just was obliterated and yeah. not just oh we pulled the plug like you know yeah i think that's really cool that is very cool so they take care of that and then so um because the inquisitors after ezra and jai um ezra and zare have to convince jai to help them escape mm-hmm. and they end up escaping uh, but zare kind of pulls a switch and is just like no i have to stay to find out what happened to my sister so yeah. you guys get away and i'll stay uh, which turns out to be interesting because the Inquisitor then shows interest in Zare. Yeah. You know, which I think is... He gives that little uh, smile. Yeah, just like, mmm. He looks um, like the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I love the Inquisitor. I, the Grand Inquisitor. He's very cool. I love his look, and I love them making good use of a very interesting alien of the Utapauan. Yeah. I mean, he's just got such great facial yeah. expression. And... The features of the Utapalians are so, like, unique and right. very well, weird. Yeah, they're naturally a little creepy. So yeah. you put that person in on the dark side, oh, it's just, ex- yeah. you know, it's escalated. Like that scene in Attack of the Clones, you're just like, oh, that's a guy. Yeah, it looks creepy, but yeah. then they turn out to be just people, Yeah, you know. They're scared. Yeah. They're um, more scared of you than you are of them. So, I mean, overall, I mean, interesting stuff. I mean, we get a little bit more with Ezra. Uh, mm-hmm. We meet more characters that are negatively affected by the Empire being on Lothal. Um, we get a little bit of a new guy. I mean, Zare comes back eventually. So, you know, there we go. Yeah. Um, so, you, you yeah. know, overall, this was a real good world-building episode. Yeah. And they blew up some Kyber. <laughs> so, exactly. you know. It was cool. Yeah. I, I love the episodes where it's like they get their mission done, but that wasn't the point of the episode. Yeah. Kind of things. And, and this is very much a great example of that one. So And... Kanan went full dad in this episode. Oh, just yeah. Just like, where's my kid? Yeah, it's Why just like, I should have done this. And it's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, let me see you fit in that yeah. child costume. Because <laughs> I've experienced this before. Right. Where I've been lost in the grocery store and I can hear my dad yelling at my brothers from across like three aisles. Yes, like, what in the world did you do? Yeah. You lost so, her. Yeah. I, you know, they obviously knew what they were doing with the whole parental stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and leaned into it a lot. Oh, yeah. And in this next episode, we get full mom Hera. Exactly. So this was the dad episode. Next, ne- next is the mom episode. episode. So uh, we're going to leave it here. Uh, technically, we could have put both episodes into one and just done that but we didn't so um hopefully you guys enjoyed us talking about this episode let us know your thoughts and by the way if you didn't know if you join our patreon for just a dollar you get access to exclusive channels on our discord and you can join us in talking about rebels we have Mm -hmm. a channel on there where we talk about rebels and get ready for the episode and if you want your thoughts shared if you just love rebels and need to get your thoughts out there and want to join in um we have a way to do that so check out our patreon page check out all of our other stuff twitter facebook instagram and if you want to see me emotionally destroyed follow us on twitter (laughs) (laughs) exactly just follow follow the degradation of uh herd mom's mental health so there you go 
But uh, yeah, we'll be back. Um, by the time you finish this episode, there's another one waiting for you. So yeah. there you go. So not long to stay scruffy, but there you go. May the force be with you. <laughs>